Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast with me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hurl, Mr. Birmingham League son, Andy Harrison, the loyal one, Joss Elliott, for your latest dose all things Shropshire Cricket. And welcome back to episode 44 of the Cow Corner podcast, the Shropshire League show. So in this episode, we're going to recap the first month's cricket and we go on to our Shropshire County Cricket League draft, the inaugural one. It's going to be really fun. So make sure you stay around for that at the end. As always, you can connect with the podcast on Twitter, going at Cow Corner Pod and using the hashtags Cow Corner and Cow Corner SCCL and SCCL Show. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube searching at Cow Corner Podcast and using the same hashtags. As always, I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Loyal, Joss Elliott. How are we, Joss? I'm right, thank you, James. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too yeah, bad. Um, I would say good to have our first month of cricket under our belts, but it's not been that easy, has it? Been a bit of a wet start, but every cloud, James, means you've only had time for one golden duck. <laughs> very, very true. First of many, first of many. Uh, we, w- I'm assuming we'll go into that in greater detail oh, yes, later. Yeah, 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 fantastic. Okay. Um, so this podcast is partnered with Warwickshire Cricket Club and Hawk, and throughout the year we will be working with our fantastic partners to give back to you, the Cow Corner community. So we will want you to come up with some ideas and different things that you can send us. So please feel free to send us your voice notes your emails and your thoughts into our dms and to our email which is at cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com so beef is uh, running a bit late joss he, he went out for a meal i think at about five o'clock and he's still eating breaking news andy harrison's eating <laughs> joss, it's quite nice to not have an elephant in the room there. <laughs> 
so whilst we don't have beef and we still have joss we do have ourselves a very special guest for this episode we have none other than steve williams from lillishaw cricket club and a podcaster in his own right how are we steve i'm well thanks lads how are you yeah, not too bad, not too bad, not too bad, not too bad. So, for anyone who doesn't know you or your podcast, um, feel free to give us a bit of an update on what. what yeah, so um, so I am a podcaster on NFL Natty UK. Uh, uh, there's six of us um, who get together. We try and get together most Wednesday nights, uh, and we talk NFL Nat- uh, NFL football. Uh, it's um, it's obviously growing in the UK, which is great, and you know. There's a lot of competition in our market as well, so uh, it's it's interesting. It's interesting to you know put our thoughts across and see what people think about it. Um, as you're, I'm, I'm sure you're finding out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, how how long ago did you start the podcast? So we uh, we started this about a year ago. Um, so we've had our first full season. We're going into kind of season two, I suppose you'd say. Um, so obviously with the the draft having just happened, uh, we'll be recording on Wednesday night to uh, kind of unpick it a bit. And oh. uh, yeah, just uh, just try and get across the, the listeners our thoughts. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good fun anyway. And we have a, a few beers whilst doing it. So we... Uh, <laughs> We do outrageous, enjoy ourselves. Outrageous. Yes. <laughs> We'd never I, do that. We do trust. Them. I can genuinely say it's not very PC. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but don't don't have kids uh, in the background with you whilst, <laughs> whilst trying to listen to it. Whereabouts? Whereabouts can we find it if we want um, to? So you can it? find it on uh, all your regular podcast channels. So uh, you can find it on uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Amazon spotify uh so yeah uh, wherever we can find you guys you can generally find us <laughs> <laughs> fantastic so as soon as you finish this one or as soon as you kind of like, oh, absolutely. Well, I've, I've had enough of hearing here i quite like i quite like steve i'll uh i'll <laughs> listen to him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the so, oh, get up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we uh we release uh generally on a thursday so uh yeah feel free to uh to tune in lads yeah, so we're very much hoping for a bit of your assistance tonight as we go through the Shropshire, well, the inaugural Shropshire yeah. County Cricket League draft. Obviously, as uh, as mentioned, the NFL draft has just gone on and it goes over a number of days, doesn't it, Steve? Yeah, it goes over three days, uh, seven rounds. Um, all 32 NFL teams get a chance to pick up, you know, the best prospects in college football. So it's... Um, you know, it's a big payday for these guys. Um, and, you know, there's teams adding some serious talent to their roster and some not so good talent as well. Um, but they're obviously yet to find that out, which yeah. <laughs> makes it all very interesting when it gets to, gets to you know, the pre-season. Yeah. And it's it's quite early on as well because the season won't start until August, September, isn't it? August, September. August time when uh, when the preseason starts, and then September yeah. when actual football begins. So yeah, it, there's a lot of uh, filling to do mm. over the next few weeks, which is going to be interesting. But we mm. we actually met up with a few of the Shropshire Revolution lads at the Super Bowl, mm. uh, Super Bowl party at Hickory's, uh, which I saw you at, James. Yes, I was there. I was there um, wearing my Browns <laughs> jersey for all absolutely, my absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, we were. 
probably annoying you on the next table, being very loud and drunk. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we, uh, we're we hoping to do a, a little bit with Shropshire Revolution as well during the off-season because uh, their season starts this Sunday. Oh, great. Yeah, so just like the NFL, hopefully the Shropshire League will have had a game by the 1st of August, but you know. <laughs> you never know. With you the never weather know. that we're having, There's a lot of There's a lot of good rain cards being played this year, I think. <laughs> Fantastic rain cards have been played so far. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get started, but um, yes. Before we go on to that, Joss, uh, the big news that's come on since we last recorded is uh, that we've renewed our partnership with Warwickshire County Cricket Club for the 2023 season. Fantastic effort, that. Brilliant. Yeah, really looking forward to working with them. I think you had a good day at Edgebaston, didn't you, on the media day? Yeah, so me and Usman, we went to the media day and we had great fun. We were basically just like fans, just walking around. It's fantastic. And uh, <laughs> filming loads of content, which will all be coming out soon uh, that you can listen to and also watch. So making sure that you get subscribed to that YouTube channel and uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram and all of our various other social media feeds. And uh, yeah, some of it will be coming out on podcast form as well because we did get to uh, interview some of the players. If you uh, followed us on Instagram and Facebook, you'll be able to see that we did we filmed Hassan Ali, who's... Uh, Warwickshire's new overseas this season. Jeez, <laughs> uh, some of those balls are coming down. Even though I was a Unreal. few yards behind the net, I was still flinching. It was uh, <laughs> it was like watching a prime Joss Elliott running into bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it's fantastic, and they want us uh, as long with Hawk. They wanting us to help. Uh, work with the community so they want us to work with you and uh, they did send me an email the other day where they have set us a bit of a challenge and they've asked us to w- come up with some ideas on how we can work together to give back to our cow corner community so um we need to have a think and guys if you've got any ideas do let us know off off our last episode we did get some answers for uh, well some suggestions uh one from uh lawrence fletcher who sent in some ideas who uh gave us the idea of uh sitting down and talking with some players he said uh it'd be quite good to get the cow corner lads on uh, on on commentary which i thought was a i don't know whether that'd be good letting us loose on a on a live commentary joss it'd be quite interesting it's a Surely it depends whether you've been sat in the hollies for a while. For- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five hours in the hollies. <laughs> Commentating from the actual cow corner section of, uh, <laughs> of the hollies. <laughs> yeah, so if you do have any uh, suggestions, please send them through uh, podcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll on this side get thinking about some ideas as well and we'll probably spitball some of them on our next episode and uh, we'll get you get you thinking and hopefully we can get some great ideas and give you some giveaways, maybe get you some stash. No, we won't get you any stash because I know that will be millions of emails and DMs saying, oh, get some stash, we want some free stash not happening but we'll we'll see we'll see what else we can do anyway guys so let's get ourselves on to the first part of the episode and we're going to go on to our shropshire county cricket league april roundup okay so we move on to our first division and division one so we're in our second week of action in division one and sitting pretty in first place our newtown cricket club 
In second place, we've got Chirk. In joint third, we've got All Scott Heath and Schiffnell Twos. In joint fifth, we've got Frankton and Lillishall. In seventh, we've got Werfield. In eighth, we've got Wellington second 11. And then in joint ninth, we've got Bridge North second 11, Bowmere Heath, Kunt and Rockster. Please be aware that these things are subject to change as we realise that play cricket is being an absolute pain in the ass at the moment and isn't really <laughs> updating a lot. And uh, I have noticed, Joss, that we've getting teams who are getting two batting points having scored 30 runs on play cricket. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. (laughs) 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 So not 100% sure what's going on there, but I'm sure that someone will um, inform us with a lovely email after this podcast has gone out. So please uh, feel free to get in touch. So in the first week... um, Roxeter and Uppington hosted Schiffnell and lost by 42 runs. Newtown beat Bowmere Heath by four wickets. Josh, you predicted that one. <laughs> Frankton <laughs> beat Werfield second 11 by one wicket. Uh, Chirk won by 18 runs against Wellington second 11. Lillishaw beat Bridge North by 58 runs. Well, Bridge North second 11, that is. And All Scott Heath beats Kunz by 174 runs. So, first of all, Steve, a great start to the season for your boys, beating the side who finished second in the league last season. That must be a great morale booster for the team. Absolutely. Um, you know, having been promoted last season from Div 2 um, to to get a win on the board early doors is uh, always encouraging. Uh, I think you, when you, whenever you get promoted, you kind of worry that you might be the league's new whipping boys, but um, it was... Uh, Good to good to chalk a W up mm. early and uh, and uh, you know uh, nice to see Charlie Conquest. He he continued his form with the ball um, and uh, kind of chipped in with the bat all the way down. Really, so uh, yeah, it's a good performance. Have you recruited over the winter at all, Steve, or is it pretty much the same same start, same cast? Uh, pr- you know, pretty much uh, the same guys. Really, yeah. um, obviously losing Harvey. Uh, Wakefield to to Schiffnell was uh, a big loss, um, but um, you know he, I think he's going to flip between the first and the seconds most of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, if I think if he, uh, it'd be nice if he ends up in the twos most of the year. We might end up getting him back at some stage, but uh, you know, I can't, that's a, that's a private conversation to be had. <laughs> is, uh, is Will Askin like to get his whites on again anytime soon? Uh, there's uh, he's put himself down as a maybe for this next weekend, so you never you never know. <laughs> Big player will. Big player will. So looking across the scores in Division One in that first week, there's a lot of close ties. You know, Schiffnell only winning by 42 runs, um, Newtown by f- a few wickets. You know, Frankton by a wicket, Chirk by 18 runs. You know. It's all shaping up to be a very good season. But the one feature game of the week that really stands out is a very strong Kund first 11 being a sheesh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, if you didn't see it, all Scott Heath scored 289 for six off their 45 overs. Jack Case, one run. Jason Allen, one run. Carl Starling, duck. Raheel Katak, 13, Callum Edwards, 3, Matthew Hutchins, 24, Callum Rigby, 5, not out, and Ashish Ashish, their new overseas, 221 off 151 balls, 24 fours, 12 sixes, and uh, a strike rate of 146.36. 
on Kun's side, their top scorer was Craig Heath, who scored 36 at a rather slow strike rate of 75, who was then, his wicket was taken by Ashish Ashish, who also finished with 3 for 35 off his 10 overs. So, it seems like they've got a bit of a player on their hands here, guys. I'm I'm going to call it early. He's going to do all right this season. <laughs> yeah, at least and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely uh, he's going to be right up there at the top of the standings for uh, for run getting this year in our division. Um, and uh, I'm really hoping for a bit of the wet stuff that week when we turn up and play him. <laughs> can, I, can I just point out, I'm a bit disappointed as well, because I, be, I believe the league record for runs scored in a game is held by Carl Starling, and it's 234, I, I think. I'm sure Carl will correct me if I'm wrong. I'm it pretty sure against, Andy could tell us. It was us against well. Jackson Reynolds, who I was playing for. So, um, <laughs> she, she came within 14 runs of beating Carl. He was obviously playing the game as well. I hope Carl. Yeah, I hope Carl, 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 paid, Carl him. paid him off, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Not running, <mate>. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well yeah. <laughs> it's a great start, and yeah, it's they're going to be in contention. They've got a strong side as it is, let alone they're overseas. But if he's going to be striking like that throughout the season, and if he's going to be continually taking polls and you know this is a Kun side who we thought after their recruitment in the winter we're going to be up there and challenging and obviously you know April it's been raining a lot has it uh, you know <laughs> you know getting over getting over 25 30s is seen as a decent score so to go and get 200 odd is just unbelievable in alien conditions as well to him, I'm assuming. Mm. Uh, um, so uh, it's it's a hell of an effort uh, and really concerning for the rest of us. Yeah. Us mere mortals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as the, se- as the season progresses, there has been the conversation on Twitter in regards to paid cricketers in the Shropshire League and overseas players. What is, what is everyone's general thoughts on the pod in regards? I think realistically these days, to compete at the top end of Division 1, I think you need a pro because more and more people have one these days. Um, All Scott have obviously got an exceptional one, judging by their first game. And maybe some people got sour grapes that they they mm. recruited well there. I don't know. Um, I don't know about what the payment arrangements is with him or with anyone generally. Mm. Um, but it's up to each individual club. But as I say, in the Prem and Div 1, more and more these days, you, you have to have... Mm. Pro, which generally involves paying someone. I think, you know, I, I probably want to echo what Josh said, really. It's it, it, to compete at the, the higher levels of Div 1 and in in the Prem and actually, you know, and stay and retain your, your Premiership status. It, you're going to have to have a pro of some worth. Um, it's, it's, it's the sustainability of that for for the cricket club that's that's the key issue i think um where where teams are paying people to turn up every week great but if that's it um you know you're running a risk of alienating the youth um mm. setups potentially um you know forcing them to try and find games elsewhere then mm. i don't think that's sustainable really 
Yeah, good point. Yeah, I think, you know, you've got, I, I you know, I was, something that I've said recently is that, you know, a lot of my people I've got on with most have been players who have come over and been overseas. You know, Jack Doyle is one of our very good friends and he was one of the beacons overseas a few years ago, wasn't he? And, you know, and he yeah. was, he was decent standard. He was, you know, he competed well in division one. I think my main thing is when, you know, you've probably got a full side of them and you've got players who are local lads who are probably yeah. of a, of a standard who could play or have a, have a point. They, you know, they end up getting pushed to the margins and don't necessarily get a game. And it kind of gives a fake perspective of where your club is at, but absolutely, again, it's, you know, and then the future of your club, if you, you know, if the person with the money goes or, that's that's the worry for me but then i guess you've got to trust the club to make those decisions on their own but also it's it, it must i mean i play in we play in division two and division seven you know it's not you know i'm not coming up I, but i could understand how if someone was coming up against a side and you knew that you've only got an overseas for example and the opposition of paying a full team and they're top of the division it might i can see how that could be frustrating yeah. um um, I, I, you know, I, I, um, I played for Priest um, up until a few years ago, and we had um, a guy come over from South Africa. He just wanted to come over, tour the country, but play cricket at weekends. He just needed a place to stay and um, uh, some work. Um, so we didn't pay him. Mm. Came over from South Africa. He scored fourteen hundred runs that season. Got us promoted, mm. and um, you know, it, it was a great season. I've, Obviously, you know, we all had a great time, but next season we were playing a step up mm. and With he wasn't there. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and and that's that's where the issue lies. Um, it's it, it's more yeah. um it's just more the fact of maybe clubs who are just paying a lot of players, uh, potentially, and you you, mm. you know, you just worry for the future of them and um I, I know a lot of clubs do they get their the overseas professionals coaching, coaching yeah juniors, which is massive for them yeah exactly um yeah at least they're giving something back to the club if you like yeah. you know yeah, yeah. You, I, you, I was, under, you understand that because you know as as we all know you know coaches are few and far between especially volunteers at clubs so if you can get one i know technically they wouldn't be a volunteer because you kind of in some cases they're yeah, getting paid yeah. obviously obviously lower down the leagues they're probably i know you know you've got i know there's a few sides probably in division three you i think have got an overseas there's one in Chelmarsh have got one you know so you know they're going to be doing work and they're probably just coming over like you said they'll be given a job by someone they'll squat at a player's house and stuff yeah. like that. They're not necessarily getting paid, you know, but you know, it's, it's giving back to the club whilst also helping yeah. them kind of survive. And it's just, yeah. Another, another thing like I, uh, on the flip side to that as well, I, I played at Whitchurch um, and um, Maz's name was the pro. And then he became a, you know, a UK resident and has continued to play for the club. Um, uh, pretty much for the the rest of his playing career in the UK. Um, and I bumped into him in Asda the other week and, you know, he's still the same as. So it's, mm. you know, I think that there are flip sides to that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting chat, guys. Yeah. Um, we'll move ourselves on to the second week. So in the second week, pretty much everything got 
everything got abandoned. Uh, Kunz and Chirk got a start. Chirk were 92 for two after 17 overs when the game was called. Frankton bowled out Rockster for 101 and then were 33 without loss off eight overs before that got called off for rain. Lillashaw and Warfield unit guys never got going. Um, no. Schiffnell twos uh, featuring Andy Harrison got uh, 65. For Andy, f- Andy must have got loads of runs in that division, surely. How many it, did he get? Uh, four. Oh, was it four? Um, I didn't know that. Caught by Jason Allen. Bold Callum Starling, four off 12 balls. Harvey Wakefield was uh, 12 not out off 42. Um in that game, um, top scorer in that one was Matthew Lamb, who scored 19 off 36. And then the only game that finished was an absolute barnstormer of a game uh, between Wellington and Newtown. Wellington uh, losing by one wicket to Newtown. Wellington posting 117 all out, Joss. And uh, it all started out so well for Newtown and then started to go a little awry. Incredible, incredible scenes. I mean, Chase, 118 to win. Uh, Matthew Knight and John Anthony opened. They put on, let me have a look here, 81 for the first wicket. So they're 81 for no wicket, Chase, 118. Lost two wickets on 81. Third wicket on 85. Fourth wicket on 85. Fifth wicket on 85. Sixth wicket on 90. Seventh wicket on 92. Eighth wicket on 93, ninth wicket on 95. So one wicket spare, a mile mate, Craig Davis, 13 on out, batting 11. Saw him over the line. Yeah. With, with Ali Laird, 14 on out as well. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah, what, a <laughs> what a game. I mean, for, like, for Wellington to pull that back, for, um, always just shows you, you're always in the game of cricket, especially early April as well. Uh, you, you wonder how much winning the toss has got and, and, and the conditions really have in, in, in this time of year as well, Joss. Well, yeah, I mean, I played in Division 7 on Saturday at a damp Coton Hall. We lost the toss and put into bat and, uh, I mean, we'd lost anyway, but <laughs> Coton Hall's <laughs> better, better than the conditions. It's a g- great, great place to play cricket, Coton, uh, when it's nice. Yeah. When it's, when it's not so nice, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually thought 120, 119 might be defendable, but they got them one down. <laughs> it clearly wasn't. <laughs> anyway, so looking at, well, at this early stage, after one game, uh, your top run scorers in Division 1 are... Leading the way is Ashish Ashish with 221. In second place is Tom Parker with 65. William Fox Davis and John Anthony hold third with 59. And Charlie Haylett on 57, Josser. Well, Charlie's only obviously only had one knock. That's a decent knock. Uh, mind you, so is Ashish Ashish. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not a bad knock. <laughs> yeah. There's decent knocks and there's really decent knocks, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Leading the way in the wickets is Lewis Goff with seven wickets, Rob Bagshaw with five, and Martin Will uh, with five. And so is Jonathan Phillips, Ali Laird, JC Bolt, Scott Hale, Ashish, and Ashish Ashish. They're your top eight. So, guys. What are the things that stand out to you apart from the absolutely torrential weather that we've had so far in Division 1? Well, I think this stage in the season, you can't pay too much attention to league tables. I mean, one, it depends on the quality of the opposition you've played. I mean, 
Now, all Scott might beat everyone by 300 runs, which makes couldn't result against them not too bad. Um, and as I say, there's only one game for most teams anyway. Mm. So, you know, great. Newtown got two wins out of two. Brilliant well done, Newtown. Um, there's a long way to go, and I, I wouldn't pay too much attention to league tables at the moment. Mm. So, Steve, uh, good start for Lillishaw. What what do you think uh, the goals are for Lillishaw this season? I think um, to to stay in the division would be an absolute um you know, target for for us this year. Um, I, I'm a Shrewsbury Town fan, so um, I'm delighted with a bit of mid-table mediocrity this season. <laughs> uh, so uh, if Liverpool can go the same way, then I, I think I'd, we'd all be uh, delighted, really. But, you know, we've all got a puncher's chance um, and we've seen even the first week, there's some tight games in there. Um, and I think it's going to be a tight season um, from top to bottom, really. Yeah, let's move ourselves on to our next division. Okay, so we move ourselves on to our next division and Division 3. So in Division 3, we have Column and Brosley, both the newly promoted sides leading the way in first place. In third place, we've got Montgomery. In fourth place, we've got Quat's second eleven. In fifth place, St George's second eleven, joint sixth. We got Church Aston and Maidley second eleven in eighth place. Wem second eleven in ninth. We've got Ludlow second eleven, and then in joint tenth, Welshpool, Willie, and Oswestry second eleven. Once again, this is all as it stands on Playcreek as it stands at the moment. We realise this is all subject to change. So in week one. We had Welshpool versus Willie, which was cancelled. The same with St George's second eleven versus Oswestry Street second eleven. Then Colum beat Quat by eight wickets. Uh, Brosley beat Montgomery by 113 runs. Then Wem and Ludlow's game was cancelled, and so was Maidley's second eleven's trip to Church Aston. In the second week, Ludlow's second eleven's game against Willie was also cancelled. Montgomery then bounced back by beating Wem second eleven at Wem by seventy one runs. Quats got underway, posting two hundred twelve for six, and Church Aston were nine for no wicket after two overs before that game was abandoned. Then Oswestry second eleven and Welshpool were unlucky again as their game was cancelled. Maidley second eleven got one hundred thirty two for seven against St George's second 11 before their game was abandoned. And Brosley, their game against Column in a game between the two top teams, well, was cancelled as well. So starting with week one, and I think we've got two feature games here, really. Column beating a side that we all thought would be up there, Quat and Brosley with a fantastic start against another side who we thought might do well this season, Monty. Yeah, Column. I think they'll win the league now. Having spoken to a few few of their players as well, I, th- I think they've gotten overseas as well. They have gotten overseas Has as he, well. He didn't play in the first game. No, he was he was available for the last game that was played. He was yeah. available for this week. So it's, you know they beat Quat by eight wickets without without their overseas. So that's that's telling you something. I, th- I, th- I think bodes well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think they'll win the league. Because yeah. like I said, we will back Quat really to mm. get there for that one. And uh, then Brosley beating, uh, well, Monty first 11, bowling them, well, knocking 199 for four off their 40 overs. 
and then bowling Monty all out for 86. Gavin Jones scoring 70. Alfie Oaks 76. Um, and then with the ball, Dan Handley getting four for seven off his seven overs. Gavin Jones three for 31 off his six. And Devin Wilkie two for three off his one and a half overs. And that's, you know, James Ralph bowled and also batted. And they've they've got some depth there as well. So I think we're seeing, even though it's early stages, those two sides have uh, made a statement there. Yeah, in Monty's defence, uh, I think Aaron Ruffcock, who is one of the leading run scorers every single year, got injured that game, had to bat down at nine, end up not out on 38, batting at nine. Yeah. Uh, so he might have scored a few more had he been up the order and not injured. But yeah, they lost quite convincingly. Those who do look a, a good outfit. Mm. Steve, thoughts on? Yeah, you know, so um, obviously we, we uh, Lilith shall play Monty last year um, in Div 2. Um, and we, we were at the right end of things and they were unfortunately at the wrong end. But lovely place to go and play cricket, Monty, uh, uh, and a, a decent set of lads. Um, I think they'll be fine this year, obviously. Um it's uh I, I think they should be competing, really. Um they've got I think they've got the side to do it. Um but obviously you've got a very strong column and brosy side mm. by the looks of things that are gonna gonna push them all the way. So um I think towards the top end of that table it could be could be very interesting. Yeah. Um Monty in the second week's game bouncing back and getting the well, the the only full result of that of last weekend beating Wem at Wem by seventy one runs. Andrew Barker, one of their main men, scoring sixty not out, having opened Roughcock in that game again, batting down the order, batting batting at seven. Yeah. Um, Sam Williams got runs. Sam Williams got runs. He got fifty two. Charlie Kinsey got thirty, um, and then. Wem 125 for eight off their 40. Uh, Aaron Ruffcock getting three wickets for 16 and Charlie Kinsey again, three for 21. So good bounce back. And then that pushes them up to third as Colum and Brosley both got their their abandoned points. Um, so yeah, it's, it's quite hard to say anything could, about Division 3 because the amount of cancellations, Steve. Yeah, there's only three full results over the last two weeks. So uh, I don't think you can read much into it at this early stage. Fantastic. So that was a wonderfully brief Division 3. Okay, right, let's move ourselves on to our next division and the Prem. Okay, so the Prem, they are three weeks in here, uh, leading the way are Whitchurch, unsurprisingly a side who finished well last season and have started this season like a train. Uh, Wellington find themselves in a second, Oswestry in third, Quat in fourth, Wem and Sentinel both in joint fifth, Shrewsbury second 11 in a seventh, St George's in eighth, Maidley in ninth, Newport in 10th, Ludlow in 11th, and Shelton in 12th. Once again, this is all provisional, and this is what Play Cricket was telling us as we started today. So in week one, St. George's game against Wellington was cancelled. Then Shrewsbury, second 11, got a win against Shelton at Shelton in a game where, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I'm amazed anyone got a game of cricket on that weekend. <laughs> and um, what an unbelievable game of cricket. Shrewsbury defending 102 
with one of the most viral moments of of, of the season with JP Erasmus <laughs> walking down his first ball, going, trying to smash it into Cow Corner. He's gone viral. And he? he has gone viral. I think we've got what? I think, I think we've got about 250,000 views on Facebook. Uh We've got a hundred thousand views on Instagram on it. Um, so JP, we owe you a beer, mate. No, um, we, we actually owe you a case. Apparently, the week after as well, Will Parton was telling me he did exactly the same. First ball was a wide, and then did exactly the same and gone out again. So, so he's affected that forgotten uh, again. Yeah. So JP, we you are a pod icon, and when we see you next, we owe you. a drink of whatever you drink. more golden ducks than her. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, yeah, you know, I, I made that go viral, so that's my karma. I have to live with golden ducks throughout the rest of the year. Um, the other games, yet yeah, Quat, uh, Maidley, Oswald Street Sentinels, Newport, Wem, all cancelled, and Whitchurch ran out 60-run winners against Ludlow in a, in a battle of last season's top two. So we'll look at that game. Um, here so Maz as you mentioned 99 and run out uh, from what I'm told he was at the non-strikers end and called it through and uh, was, yeah. was quite, quite that's, what, that's what he told me the other night yeah um, <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently Dan Bowen was batting at the other end just blocking up so he was like I'm, I've got to try and get me ton here so he's uh, <laughs> he's galloped down the other end and uh, was short of his ground Oh, poor bloke. Uh, that 99 coming off 146 balls, eight fours and five sixes. He's still got it. Michael Robinson, oh, 30 yeah. there for Ludlow. Lewis Watkins, three for 31. Joe Williams, again, three for 61. Jason Oakes, two for 34. Luke Miles, friend of the podcast, one for 31. In reply, Ludlow falling 128 all out. Luke Miles ran out for 28 and Will Sparrow 23 and Joe Williams that's high top scoring with 32 with the ball Kashif Hussain three for 27 Shafiq Ahmed three for 33 then Dan Bowen two for 29 and one for 19. In the second week, Whitchurch continued their good run, scoring 205 for six off their 50 overs and then bowling out Shelton for 54 in 21 overs. Wem then stamped their authority on the league by beating last season victors Ludlow by 99 runs. Wellington then beat Newport by 68. Quat beat Shrewsbury second 11 by 107. Osler Street got off to a good start with a victory against St. George's, winning by 72. And Sentinel bowled out Maidley for 41 as Maidley chased Sentinels 155. So, game to look out at that one, guys, is Wem uh, versus Ludlow, I'd say, in that one. So, the side who came down against last season's champions and not the best start for Ludlow this season, Joss. No, and the Wem have really stamped their authority on that division already, I think. Uh, Ludlow would be really up for that. Um, Try and prove a point because obviously missed out on promotion to Birmingham League. Mm. Playing Wem that came down, they'd like to have um, to proved a point there, but Wem clearly way too good for them. It was an outstanding victory for them. Yeah, Ollie Cooper twenty-seven, Mohamed Irfan twenty-two, Tom Astley forty-three, the pick of the batsman, um, and Dan Cohen twenty-seven. Well. 
Tom Astley and Dan Cohen coming in at 9-10 um, there. And uh, with the ball for Ludlow, Alfie Hollyhead, 3 for 32. Jason Oakes, 2 for 53. Luke Miles, 2 for 48. Joe Williams, 1 for 23. With the bat for Ludlow, Jason Oakes, 49. And then Court LBW and Sam Alford, 15. And then everything else looking like a phone number, 0705001000. <laughs> Uh, Mohamed Irfan uh, 7 for 15 off 9 overs unbelievable 4 maidens um, who needs beef eh Adam? Joss no one we clearly don't tonight because you're not turning up is it? <laughs> neither does Schiffnell's first 11 but that's, that's <laughs> <what he did. laughs> to be fair they were rained off <laughs> <laughs> we're only joking Andy we love you really <laughs> <laughs> went, went to the twos to get some overs under his belt didn't even get a run that's what I'll have you tell <laughs> <laughs> he just had a few beers around the, around the bar afterwards that's all <laughs> then in week three St George's versus Maidley was rained off after Maidley got to 117 for 6 off their 41 Whitchurch got to 63 for 2 off 17 then was abandoned at Shrewsbury Shelton versus Wem never got going Quat got 21 for 3 before their game was called off Newport got 90 for 8 before their game was abandoned against Oswestry and then Ludlow again got another game on, but then lost by 73 runs. Wellington scoring 182 for 7. Daniel Vaughan getting 66. Dan Lloyd, 41. William Mashinga, 20. Wendell Wagner, 34 not out. Um, with the ball, Jason Oakes picking up another three for Luke Miles with another two wickets. Joe Williams picking up another wicket and Louis Watkins with another one. With the bat for Ludlow, Jason Oakes scoring 38, Will Sparrow 27, Sam Alford 10, Sam Edwards 10, and then your usual ducks and ones and fours. Uh, with the ball, Wendell Wagner 6 for 29 or 14, 6 maidens, an econ of 1.98, and Dan Lloyd 2 for 24 of 14, 5 maidens there. And young Q Morris 1 for 23 off 7. So those are your feature games of the week. And uh, guys, what jumps out to you in the Premier Division after three weeks in? Uh, for me, uh, Shelton is struggling, I think. They've not reached trouble figures yet in their games. Um, I hope they recover. Sentinel started, they've only played one, but they won it convincingly. Continues to prove us wrong, which I'm delighted about. Um, probably worth mentioning Jimmy Shaw's figures in the game they did play. I mean, mm. Eight over six maidens, three for five. Wow. Johnny Evans, five five for. So. Fantastic. I haven't got a lot of time for Johnny. And also so Jimmy right, Shaw, right. two, of, two of the nicest guys in Shropshire cricket. And it's always good to see Jimmy and uh, Shawsy 10 discounts that he has going on whenever he's had a few <laughs> beers uh, in some sort of location so yeah. and, and i think i think Whitchurch going to be going to be hard to stop as well steve your thoughts on the prem yeah i think um it's a shock to see ludlow where they are at the moment but <clears throat> i've no doubt that they'll turn that around it's just um it's obviously you know they've got three games on and uh, they must be a bit disappointed with where they're finding themselves at the moment but um, no doubt they'll come good eventually. Um, Wellington, 
have made uh, you know a strong start to the season as well. Uh, and uh, nice to see my old team, which um back at the top as well. Um, so it's uh, I think it's going to be quite competitive at the top. Um, Wem are going to be mm. there thereabouts as well. Yeah, worrying early signs for Newport, Ludlow and Shelton, or is it too early to read into anything, would we say, Joss? Um, I, as I say, I fear for Shelton. I think Ludlow, as, as Steve just said, I think Ludlow will be fine. And we're only three games in, many of which haven't been played. And Newport, again, Newport, I think, are too big to, to stay mm. down there. But yeah, I, I hope Shelton sort themselves out because, yeah, they're, they're a healthy club. They've got great facilities up there. Uh, great new facilities, and I, I, hope, I hope they turn it around. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all goes. Leading the runnings, leading the runs, because you know there's been more than three games in this division. How how lucky we are! <laughs> we can unbelievable we can talk about it. So uh, leading the runs is Maz Hasney Jaffrey with 152 runs. Michael Robinson 117, both of Whitchurch in third place. We've got Jason Oakes on 92. Coldeep Duan on 84 from Quatt and Daniel Vaughan on 74 from Wellington. With the ball, leading the wickets, we've got Wendell Wagner with nine wickets from Wellington. In second place, Mohamed Irfan, Daniel Bowen and Jason Oakes from Wem, Whitchurch and Ludlow. And in fifth place, we've got Johnny Evans from Sentinel and George Amflit from Shrewsbury, second eleven. On that, on that note, we'll move ourselves on to our final division and Division 2. Okay, so as we move on to Division 2 and Beef moves on to his dessert. <laughs> <laughs> leading the way in Division 2 are Chelmarsh, last season's relegated side and the side most people tip to lead the division. In second place, Knocking and Kinnerley. Great to see. In third place, Shelton, second eleven. Joint fourth, we've got Wellington thirds and Fortin. In sixth place, we've got Ellesmere. In seventh, Old Brighton. In eighth, Alberbury. And joint ninth, Beacon, Ponsbury and Sentinel, second 11. And in 12th position, Trisel and Sizden. Again, this is all subject to change as we realise that play cricket is playing silly buggers at the moment. Anyway, in week one, Knocking and Killingly defeated Trisel by four wickets. Shelton, second 11, beat Ponsby, first 11, by three wickets. Sentinel twos versus Wellington threes was cancelled. Chelmarsh beat Alberbury by 150 runs. Beacon uh, versus Ellesmere was cancelled. Fortin beat Albrighton by 45 runs. So, where else to start, I think, in this division than uh, Shelton versus Ponsby? Just. Um, yeah, it's um, a low-scoring thriller, that's for sure. Um, I don't know how their track's playing. It, it would suggest still not very well. Mm. But um, Ponce roll out for 44 and Shelton knocking them off seven down. Yes. St- Evergreen, still, Steve Wilson got six for five, which is a, not a bad effort. Not bad at all. Um, I'd imagine they'll be his season best figures there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the time. It's the time you want to be bowling. The, pon- the Ponsbury side that they put out, it's, I don't recognise a lot of them, I'll be honest with you. No. Um, Daniel Walker, James Brown, Sam Chadwick, they're opening three, all got ducks. Jake Edwards, 17. Harris Alley then got a duck. Josh Randall, 16. Tom Edwards, 
Stephen Wilson both got one. Mark Valentine, the skipper, with four. And Reese Marsden and Charlie Lakelin both got docs. I can only assume they're all probably people who've come through the youth, the youth setup at Pond Spring. I recognise four or five of them, but I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's good. No, no. But but they've got lots of good players that weren't playing, is my point. Mm. Yeah. You've got your likes of, you know, your Mark Lewis, your Matt Ramsey, your Matt Smart. Matt Hartson. Is Owen Wilson yeah. still about? Owen Morris, do you mean? Owen Morris, sorry. Not Owen Morris. That'll be edited out, will it? Yeah, that will be edited. <laughs> no, fuck it. We'll keep it in. <laughs> yeah, he can't play. No, well, he's got a young family, I think, hasn't he? Which yeah, yeah. Um, I feel then, his pain. Yeah, then uh, Shelton. I mean, Rob Peel got 22 and... Again, the rest of them was very similar. Doc four, Doc four, yeah. Doc Doc six, uh, Goose for uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bishton. Um, obviously, if you didn't grow up in the nineties, that reference has gone straight <laughs> over your head. Um, so, welcome long. to all the Gen Z people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Bishton finishing two not out. Uh, Freddie Salisbury, who went in at three, finished four not out. Um, yeah, again, you've got to think that must be some deck. 30 overs, well, just under 30 overs played uh, there. So, yeah. Um, and that's all that needs to be said, I think, in week one in, in Division 2, don't we think, Joss? Yeah, yeah, let's move on. No, no, actually, no. <laughs> I see where you're going now. Let's talk about Chelmarsh. <laughs> um, how'd you get on, personally, here? Did you have a good knock? Or? Yeah, great knock. Uh, great knock. Uh, you didn't hit the ball anyway, did you? No, no, no. But uh, well, the umpire's decision is final. Um, <laughs> umpire's decision, first ball of your knock. Well, you know, no batsman never thinks they're out, do they? Uh, that's one thing I've learned. But yeah, Alberbury, the. You're out when you bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like WG Grace. Pick those stumps up and let's bowl this again. Do you not know? <laughs> Um, I, you know, I didn't even have time for people to give me my standard podcast chirp before, you know, it was all, they'd even gone pop and then it was out. It was, it was that quick. It was that quick. Didn't you get to put that on your podcast on your way out? No, in front of, well, they may have done mate, but I was still wallowing <laughs> in my own despair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Charlie Bourne, Mike Corshaw and myself falling for ducks, Garrett Houston top scoring with 12 and, uh, the main man for them. Elliot Ward or the village Jimmy Anderson, as he's now being christened. Um, in that game, Connor Glenn Denning got 51. He was dropped on 1, 12, 13, 25, 40. Uh, he All was... by James Hill. No, funnily enough, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't drop him once. Um, but yeah, we didn't get him. near it. We dropped him five times. I think we dropped their overseas who got 18 four times. I think the guy who got 24, there was a close LBW call for him as well. Scott Randall just came in and just absolutely mullered it around the pitch anyway for 38. But yeah, we did um, three elements of cricket and we did two of them arguably dreadfully. We couldn't bat, we couldn't. <laughs> Uh, and we they, couldn't field. And all those if owners you put in there wouldn't have made a 150 run difference. No, it wouldn't have because they scored, um, we scored 36 runs and we gave them 37 extras. extras yeah, so no. it oh, didn't. Nice. You couldn't didn't, even beat your own extras. We didn't, we wouldn't have even beat our own extras. So it, in, in, it, <laughs> it wouldn't have even bat. mattered. No, but um, to be honest, at the end of the day, they played the conditions the best. They took their chances and, 
the end of the day, you, you you don't lose by that many runs and wickets if you if you aren't quite clearly the second best on the pitch. And I just hope that all our our first eleven get get it back together because if it sure continues like that, sure it could be worrying. Yeah, it, if if it carries on a bit like that, it it could be worrying for Aubrey uh, this season. But fingers crossed, it gets better. Anyway, moving on to week two. Thank you very much for bringing that up, Joss. Um, <laughs> on week two, we've got Wellington beat... You face one ball in week two. <laughs> <laughs> in week two, Wellington beat all Brighton by two wickets. Ponsbury versus Ellesmere was abandoned. Knocking, well, with Ponsbury 76 for six. Knocking versus Shelton was abandoned after Shelton getting 170 for six off 35. Knocking were 11 for no wicket after three overs before that game was called off. Chalmarsh beat uh, Forton by six wickets. Uh, Beacon versus Sentinel was called off, and Alberbury versus Trisel was called off with Trisel 92 for one um, in that game. So uh, the only place to look at there is Wellington versus Old Brighton in our feature game there. Um, Wellington winning a tight affair. Chris for Pickering 20 and Adam Shimmons 18 for Old Brighton with Indy Dalawal with 3 for 16 and Hardrick Singh 4 for 11 with Dinesh Pereira, Stuart Taylor and Kamal Althagadara with one wicket each with the bat for Wellington, Stuart Taylor 34 and Simon Topper 20, everyone else getting single figures. George Mandrell with four for 16 and the evergreen Adam Shimmons three for 27 friend of the podcast starting his season very well. Yeah. Another low scorer. Um, well done Wellington. I, I, um, I backed all Brighton. So on a personal front, a bit disappointed, but, um, Wellington started well, you know, first mm. started well, second started well. <clears throat> um, good start to the season for the club in Hull. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Steve, thoughts on Division 2 uh, after the first two weeks? Obviously, it's a, a yeah, league that you played in last season. Yeah, it was. Um, obviously, uh, a few new sides in there. Um, and uh, it was understandable that Teresa would get promoted from Division 3. They were they were a strong side when we played them in the 100 last year. Um, only just scraped past them. Um, so good to see them back up in Div 2. But... Um, you got to think that Chalmarsh are, are going to be the uh, runaway winners here. Um, mm-hmm. Connor Glendenning having bowled at him, uh, something yeah. I don't want to do every week. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, if they've got a if they've got an overseas as well, mm-hmm. they're going to be uh, quite the force for that league, I think. Yeah, he's a good from first look. He was a very good technical batsman. Um, obviously, first week it was when we faced him, probably the best time to face him because he was just getting used. To, I think he wasn't used to uh, the ball pitching halfway down the wicket and yeah, ending up yeah. by his ankles. He, he certainly looked quite uh, <laughs> <laughs> but very technically good. Uh, his wicket keeping was exceptional, and then in his second week, obviously got forty three. And you know, if if Connor's going to score runs, we got Alex Star cheap. He can blast a few. You know, Elliot Ward obviously blasted a few, and then you've got Randall down the bottom who can smash a few. And then, you know, Randall and Ward are a, a fantastic opening two. And then Connor, who hasn't even had a bowl yet, can also do a bit with his leg spin. Um, yeah, they've got to be 
well, kind of, kind of got one for twenty-two last week. But um, I mean, interesting it's... club, Chalmers. I mean, they were relegated last year. Other, other than the, the new keeper they've got, they haven't changed anyone. I don't think. But, no. but they look so good. Mm. I think they looked yeah. a different. I mean, side. I'm obviously, all, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking the nickname. Really. Obviously, we were very poor against them. Oh, we were shocking. But, but Chalmers did look. <laughs> You look good, um, and they've had another good win second week. So yeah, I think they could go short. Yeah. But yeah, they did look they did look very good. Charmarsh know that they can win in this division. But anyway, let's move ourselves on to the next set. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/spoken today. And welcome to the inaugural Shropshire County Cricket League draft. So, welcome, guys, and uh, Steve as our guest. I think you might as well tell everyone how a draft works. Yeah, welcome everyone to the inaugural twenty <laughs> Shropshire Cricket League draft. Uh, the NFL draft is the opportunity for thirty-two NFL teams to pick from the best college prospects there are across America. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have. America, we have some of the best drinkers uh, that Shropshire <laughs> Cricket has to hand. So um, I, I, I believe there's what uh, six rounds. Is there, Hurley? Six rounds. So yeah, each 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 person's going to pick a six aside team, um, consisting of one batter, one bowler, one ki- wicket keeper, one all rounder, with the fifth and sixth being captain's choice. The side must have at least one player from each the Premier Division, Division One, Division Two, and Division Three, with the final two being wild card picks. With one of them has to be a wild card pick from someone outside of the top four divisions. So pick five, you could pick another player from Prem to Div Three, but pick six needs to be someone outside of Division Three. And you can't have more than one player from the same side. Once the draft is over, we will be keeping tab on the progress of the teams. The point scoring being one point for a run, 15 points for a wicket, 15 points for a stumping, and 10 points for a catch. So, do we all understand? Just about. (laughs) (laughs) So, right. Let's get ourselves on with the draft. And the draft is going to start with our guest, Steve, so you are now on the clock. So right. Steve got a pick from everyone, anyone that they can pick in the league so far can pick a batter, bowler, all rounder. Without giving anything away, Andy, uh, where would you probably start if you were Steve? Would you what what position would you go for? Would you go for your prem 
playing have first a, up. Yeah, get the big all round, and it's gonna gonna do the business every week. That's the one I'd go for. I think I think I think that's a that's a wise choice there, Andy. So Steve's pick is in, and with the first pick in inaugural Shropshire County Cricket Draft, Stephen Williams selects Dan Lloyd. Wellington Cricket Club, a fantastic choice there, Steve. What's your reasoning behind that? Pretty much does it week in, week out, doesn't he? He's um, he's just a quality all round. He's got 30, uh, 35% of the team's wickets last year. Um, he's got a bowling average of 10 and a, a batting average of 36. So, uh, you know, that is the epitome of an all rounder. Um, he's going to get me wickets. He's going to get me runs. It's going to be uh, hopefully a profitable season. Now, the second, we normally do this on ranking of positions. Now, technically, it would be myself in the second, but Joss, as you've started the season in Division 7, we'll, right. we'll, go, with, we'll go with you uh, as the second pick. So, Josh, you are now on the clock. So, Joss, uh, Dan Lloyd, obviously, off the record so far. Steve, as our resident expert in draft techniques, what, 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 what would your strategy be here if you were Joss? So... You know, like I've done, really, go for your big, you know, mainstay of the sides. You, you look at the first four picks this year, three were quarterbacks in the NFL mm. draft. So, you know, they are your big team, your big time player. Um, so I would highly advise going for your, your all-rounder or your, your batsman that's going to score you over a thousand runs this year. Mm. Thanks for those words of wisdom. I, I like to think I've done both. So, Josh's pick is in. And with the second pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Joss Elliott selects Ashish Ashish from Old Scott Heath. Fantastic pick, Joss. And by the first few weeks, uh, a terrific signing. What are your thoughts? I mean, if we need any reason well, for your thoughts. Uh, Jason Donovan once said 10 good reasons. I've got 221 good reasons. <laughs> Long may it continue. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I'm not going to lie. It was a, it was between Dan and Ashish Ashish for uh, for my first pick. So uh, I, I don't blame you at all. Well, I hope Dan Lloyd has a really bad season. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I don't mean it, Dan. <laughs> I could say the same about Ashish Ashish, but that's evidently not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Josh, you're having him as your all rounder there, I'm assuming. Well, I'd love to have him as a batsman, but. We probably yeah yeah we will have to we'll have to have an all round on that one. Yeah. So uh, third pick is going to be uh, myself as I am the next uh, next ranked player in in this position. So I'm now on the clock whilst uh, whilst I talk about this. Joss, uh, why don't you keep the conversation going? <laughs> so fantastic who, rendition there. Googling? Oh yeah, absolutely. Who scored runs? Who scored? Who scored runs and got wickets last season? No, there's only going to be one player for me that I'm going to be picking at this stage. And with the third pick in the inaugural Shropshire County Cricket League draft, James Hurl selects James Hurl. <laughs> no, he's getting zero points. Connor Glendenning from Chelmarsh Cricket Club. I am picking Connor there. Um, given that he's only bowled a couple overs this season, I'm picking him as my batsman. Oh, controversial. Is that? Are we, are we, am I allowed to get away with that, Andy? Yeah, I think so. 
I think you can get away with that, mate. So that's Connor Glendening off the board. So Good player. He, if he gets wicket, you don't get these points. Uh, he picked him as a batsman. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I think they still get points. I mean, surely, if they if they have a bowl. Oh, oh. Uh, I'll pick. Well, you know, you know what? I'll pick him as my as my random. So he'll be my random. So he'll be my fifth pick. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be one. As long as I've got one batsman and one ball, one clear batsman and one ball. Fantastic. So that means that Andy Harrison, you are now on the clock. So uh, so far off off the board. So far, a Dan Lloyd of Wellington from the Prem. Ashish Ashish from Division 1 for Molescott from Joss and uh, Conor Glenn Denning from myself, Chelmarsh, Div 2. So, Beef, you've got you've got a range of players to pick from here. I can pick anyone here, yeah? Anyone you want, mate. Just someone who hasn't been picked yet. Oh, I really wanted Dan Lloyd. So, Andy Harrison's pick is in and with the fourth pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Andy Harrison selects Jimmy Shaw, Sentinel, all-rounder. Oh, what a selection. So I'm going to chuck him in as my all-rounder. So, Beef, your thoughts between picking Jimmy as your all-rounder there? Well, when it comes to all-rounders in, in Shropshire cricket, he's, he's got to be up there. Uh, every game he plays for Central, he does the business with either the bat or the ball. So, uh, as long as he's playing, I know he misses a few games, but as long as he's playing, he's going to get me some points. Mm. So... That means that, Steve, you're now back on the clock. So far, your first pick was Dan Lloyd, your all-rounder from the Prem. So if you are still looking to try and get the get the positions filled, you still need a wicketkeeper, a batsman and a bowler. You need someone from Div 1, Div 2, Div 3, your wild card, and you've also still got your random, so you can still probably pick someone in the Prem here. Um, so I'm, what are yeah. your thoughts? Uh, so um, immediately I'm... I'm Thinking of turning to to batsman with the fifth overall pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Steve Williams selects Maz Hasnain Jaffrey from Witchet. Oh, what a pick! What a pick! So, what a pick, Steve! I mean, I think that's taken a player off probably everyone's board. There, he's uh, well, he started the season really well, 150 runs in the first. A uh, couple of games, um, and he's he just keeps churning out runs. So uh, I know he was moaning about getting old the other day, and uh, <laughs> still still feeling like he got uh, tight hamstrings uh, about five days later. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, it's a it's a no brainer for me. It's class, mate. Absolute yeah. class. Absolutely. So- Josser, you are now back on the clock. So Josser obviously uh, has picked uh, Ashish Ashish, uh, has his overseas this year as well. Josser's won overseas. Um, thoughts, guys? Uh, Andy, where, where where would you say Joss needs to go next? Where do you say? Oh, I think um, go for the batting. Go for the batting. Go for the runs. Oh, go for the runs. For a big Joss. run machine. Uh, I'm going to completely ignore Andy's advice. So, yeah. okay. with the sixth pick, in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Joss Elliott selects Stephen Wilson from Ponsbury. What a pick, Joss. What are your thoughts behind that pick? He just every year performs. Um, he's already performed this year, had six, six already. Um, I, I just hope he's available uh, a lot. That's uh, my only concern. But um, when he does turn up, he gets wickets. Yeah, he was one of the players who, when we asked the public who they would pick, in 
in in their draft. He was one of the names who came up quite frequently, Stephen Wilson. Um, another player who's come up. Um, so I'm now on the clock. So, so far, I have picked Conor Glenn Denning, who is my batter slash all-rounder from Division 2. So I've still got all the divisions to play with. Um, and I've already made my decision. I'm going to take someone off the board. So with the seventh pick i'm losing losing track of the picks yeah. already so <laughs> with the seventh seventh pick of the shopshire county cricket league draft james hill selects jason oaks ludlow prem good good signing someone who led the runs last season and has already started by getting in the wickets you know he's had a good start to the season so far i'm hoping he will do well this season uh, which now means Beef, you're now on the clock, mate. So Beef's now on the clock. Beef last time picked um, Jimmy Shaw. He's all-rounder from the Prem. Obviously still got a got a few left to go. I'm going to go for another Prem player. As uh, I'm going to, Can I put him as my, my, one of my random two so he can be a bit of an all-rounder or not? Yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 yeah. So Beef's pick is in. And with the eighth overall pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Andy Harrison selects Mohamed Irfan from Wem Cricket Club. Beef, great start to the season. What are your thoughts on picking him at eight? Yeah, well, I had to put a Wem player in there. Um, obviously, after his first uh, first week taking seven wickets, it was an absolute no-brainer. Him and, uh, him and Jimmy Shaw are going to mop him up this season and get me some points. Steve, you're back on the clock as our expert here. What, what, what are your general thoughts? <laughs> I use that term expert loosely, mate. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking right, okay. So I've I've gone from uh, all rounder and my random. So I probably need to pick batsman now. With the ninth overall pick of the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Steve Wilson selects batter. Steve Wilson. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> With the ninth overall pick. Joss has just been talking about him all night, Beef, so it's got into my Steve Williams selects. With the ninth overall pick, Steve Williams. I nearly said it again. <laughs> Steve Williams. When you start saying Steve and work with the amount of times you said Wilson. Steve Williams. All right, James Harrop. It just, it, just, it just goes to show how, how infrequently I'm mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> I never put hey, in a hey, performance. Oh, it's all going to change now. With the ninth overall pick, Steve Williams selects Usman Barry, Division 2 from Treasel and Seasden. So, thoughts behind that one, Steve? He's had a strong start to 2023, uh, averaged 57 with a bat last season. Um, uh, we, we played against him in the 100 as well last year and uh, they went off like a train, um, scoring 40-odd off the first, I think it was 47 off the first 20 balls. Mm. The little short lads can fill you in on what I did after that. Um, so, uh, <laughs> no, go on, then lightness. No, no, I daren't, I daren't, I'd be bragging. Um, so, uh, but he, you know, he averaged 23 last season, but um, uh, he, he'll be absolutely with the ball, that is. Uh, so he's he, he is a potential all rounder choice, yeah. So it's it's one of those that I'm, I'm taking him as a batsman, uh, and if anything, it's taking an all rounder off the board as well. 
Yeah, I think I think at this point the best players are all probably all rounders, aren't they, Joss? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna that's 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 me. That's me alluding to you being an all round here, right, Joss. <laughs> of course, of course. And with that note, Joss, you are now on the clock. So Joss, in his first round, has picked his div one and div two plays. Picked an all round and a bowl. He's gone a sheesh, a sheesh, and Stephen Wilson, the Stephen Wilson, not the Stephen <laughs> Wilson that we've got on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so prob- can, probably got to be looking div. We've probably got to be looking prem batsman. I would say, wouldn't you, Steve? For Joss here, if you were Joss, if I, I, yeah, I, it, you know, I think the the best two batsmen have gone off the board for me in the prem. There's mm-hmm. there's one other that I would possibly go for if I'm. Um, I won't oh, mention. Oh, names. we won't mention names, Joss. Can I, I can pick another Division 2 player now. You can pick another yeah. Division 2 yeah. player now. He would be your random selection, would he? He would be your random selection, yeah. With the 10th overall pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Joss Elliott selects Luke Miles from Ludlow. Joss, thoughts on picking friend of the podcast, Luke Miles? I just back Luke to score runs. He's a very talented cricketer. I played a game against him. For grasshoppers, he scored 150. I ended up on the losing team, bizarrely. But um, absolute quality. And uh, I back him to score some runs this year. And James's pick is in. And with the 11th pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, James Hill selects Adam Shimmons, bowler, All Brighton, Division 2. Mm. So this is my rant. This is my uh, duplicate pick. So I'm picking my second player, and I'm picking them from Division Two, which is a bit of an interesting one. But I'm going for Adam. With I'm going for Adam Shimmons to take poles and hopefully chip in with some lower order runs. And uh, he's just pure class. And 54 wickets last season. I'm thinking he'll uh, definitely pick up two for next this season. Um, and uh, maybe a couple more <laughs> as it goes on. Beef, what's your thought process at the moment? Uh, well, I'm going to go for a bowler. With the 12th overall pick in the Shropshire Cricket League draft, Andy Harrison selects international cricket star and Shropshire cricket legend Guy Leslie from Beacon Cricket Club, your bowler from Division 2. So thoughts behind that, Beef? Just racked up the wickets last season. I think in... Uh... Division two, I expect him to mop up again. Um, mm. I just think I know at the moment the the pitch at Frankwell isn't isn't particularly great. Obviously, he's been underwater this winter, and it'll take a bit of time to get get back to normal. But it's a bowler friendly wicket, and I think he'll he'll pick up plenty of them this season. Steve's back on the clock, and Steve's last picks were Dan Lloyd, all rounder from Wellington from the Prem. He also picked his second player, which is a batter from the Prem, which was Maz. And he went for Usman Barry from Trisel or Treisel. Treisel, yeah. Treisel, Treisel, Treisel. It's a bit like yeah. Kund Kund or Joss or Josh, as people say. Stop calling him Josh. <laughs> it is Joss. Uh, <laughs> Joss. I'm called far worse generally on a <laughs> And it's <The> Hurl. bastard. <laughs> and it's Hurl, not <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> <laughs> right, so, as if um, you're ever out there long enough to be slow I know I know mate I know it's, uh, it's one ball anyway Steve 
I'm going to go for a bowler this time round. I'm going a little bit left field. So with the 13th pick in the Shropshire County Cricket, is it 13? Well, yeah, yeah with the 13th yeah. pick in the Shropshire <laughs> County Cricket League draft, Steve Williams selects Dan Handley from Brosley Bowler Division Three. So fantastic pick there, Steve. Thoughts behind that? Yeah, so you know, as I said, he started strongly this year, and uh, hopefully that's a, a good sign for things to come. Really, um, I need to pick up a Division Three player, um, and I've got him. So uh, I've just got a couple of other spaces to tick off now. Mm. Joss Elliott, you are now on the clock. So with the 14th pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Joss Elliott selects Mark Jones from Alberbury, wicketkeeper, Division 2. So Joss, thoughts behind getting the Alberbury goat? Mark has been playing been playing for Alberbury for 35 years. He's been the Alberbury Tom Brady. We, if we're tying it into the NFL. <laughs> nice. I see what you did that, there. That's gone so far above my head. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but um, Mark's been scoring runs at Albury for 35 years and will continue to do so. We've seen him back, so I have very faith in Mark. And he's a very good keeper as well. Yes. Um, yes. So that means that now I'm back on the clock. So Hurley, in theory could do with uh with a wicket keeper potentially from division one so uh whilst i think about who i'm gonna pick uh you guys can talk a bunch yourselves (laughs) (laughs) amazing right that's enough guys Um, (laughs) i've just i've just been enjoying the andy harrison thinking face whilst he's been scrolling through play cricket With the 15th pick of the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, James Hurl selects Lloyd Phillips, wicketkeeper, Frankton, Division oh. 1. Big so, friend of friend the podcast. Yeah, guest of the podcast. Guest of the podcast. I hope he's keeping some time this season because I think they've got a few keepers at Frankton. But I am, I'm... For, oh, I'm going to pick him a keeper here, even though he may not end up keeping the whole season. But hey... Lloyd, you're in my team. There we go. So that is my pick. Um, it was a toss-up between him and someone else, but I won't uh, let that other person be known just in case someone else picks them up because I think they're also a very good player and a very good uh, pick to be taken. So, Andy, you are now on the clock and uh, you are now going for your fourth player. So, with the Sorry, 16th John. pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Andy Harrison selects... Adam Millerchip from Colum Wicketkeeper Division Three. You bastard! Colum <laughs> Cricket Club. Shit! What a pick, B. Fuck you, Joss. Scored ninety-four in his first I'm game of so the season. Nearly, I'm so nearly picked him from Colum. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted him. I, I, I had a, I, I had a, a pre-season net with him this season, and uh, he, he looks the part. So I, uh, I, I think so that's nearly. a, a pretty strong choice. <laughs> which means that steve you are now on the clock right so i've ticked off all around a random division two division three and i can't pick from the prem anymore so i'm gonna go to div one so with the 17th pick in the shropshire county cricket league draft steve williams selects charlie ward from bridge north so steve thoughts on there 
So uh, I didn't play against Bridge North in the first game of the season, but uh, the guys who played against him for Liverpool have highly recommended him. I had a look. He did. Uh, he got uh, forty-one catches, seven stumpings last year. Um, so um, and he'll, he'll bat. What, what did he bat the other week? Six. So six, seven. So he'll he'll get a go most weeks. Yeah, good, good, good player. I think we played against good, him good last choice, season, mate. didn't we? Very good. Uh, very good player, which means now that Joss Elliott, you are now on the clock. So you're, you've got your fifth pick coming up. It's it's got to be someone div three or a wild card here. And you've 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 filled your allowance. Or, oh no, you. I think you probably need a batter. Unless I mean, what we what are we saying about Luke Miles? Because I know he bowl, he bowls every game and he's got wickets every game this season. Batter. We could we call him a batsman. We call him a batsman. Him, he's a batsman, yeah. He's a batsman. Right. Okay, so Joss, that you you you've pretty much got free reign here. You th- div three. I'm going for div three. Oh, with the eighteenth pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Joss Elliott selects from Montgomery. Twentieth pick. Is it twentieth pick? With the twentieth pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Joss Elliott selects Aaron Roughcock from Monty. What a pick, Joss. What are your thoughts? Aaron, Aaron's a good run scorer. He's a very good batsman. Uh, I think in Division 3, he, he should do, he did well in Div 2 last year. Unfortunately, they're down in Div 3 now, but I think, I think he'll, he'll be prolific in that division. And I am back on the clock as I panic and think who I am going to pick. So I am going to play my wild card early, guys, and I am going to put my pick in. And with the 21st pick, James Hill selects... From Condover, Charlie Rogers. Oh, that's a great nice. shout. Thank you. Right, guys, all talk about how great Charlie Rogers is as a pick, please. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lovely lad. Joss frantically scribbles. <laughs> Charlie Rogers. That, that's that's the whole thing about the draft, though, isn't it, Steve? It's technical. I could I could have picked my div three, but I I, I knew. I knew here that Charlie would be popular and I, I, I wanted to make sure that I had to take him off the board early enough, like get my other picks uh, under the way and then get get him in before someone absolutely. else takes him. Absolutely. It's the same way that I, I picked Usman Barry from Treesel because he could be your all rounder pick as well. I so, I was I was yeah. I I can't um I was <laughs> I I was eyeing him up. Beef, you are now on the clock. So Beef really needs a uh, batsman from division one. And uh, then his wild card pick. So, with the 20th pick in the Shropshire County Quick League draft, Andy Harrison selects Craig Heath, batter, Kund Cricket Club. What a pick it, Andy. What are your thoughts here? Well, I'm hoping he plays more than just 10 games, but I think he can rack enough runs up in 10 games to, uh, to get me some good points. It's a great move for him and a great great thing you know to see him back at uh, his old stomping ground and on that small ground it's not there's no ground big enough for Zimmer uh, but playing at Kund he's going to hit some 12s <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself so Steve you are now on the clock and I'm pretty sure everyone apart from myself is now on their wild cards I'm fairly confident with this one um, he performs most weeks 
so with the 21st pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft and his final pick, so finishing off his side, Steve Williams selects Duncan Wright all-rounder. He scored on Fens Bank Division 5. So, Steve, great pick. Thoughts on selecting Duncan as your final player? So, he, he, he you know, he bats, he bowls, he'll bat in the top five. He'll probably come on first change, bowl horrible little inducers, which um, he's got me at LBW at least twice. Um, he, uh, he always performs well. Uh, with the bat, uh, normally good enough for anywhere between three to six hundred runs a season. So, um, I'm you know, providing he has a good season with the bat and he'll pick up the odd wicket each week, I'm happy. Good shout, Joss. You are now Rick, on the clock. Rick. So, Joss's wild card pick uh, can be anyone from the lower divisions. So, Joss, what's your thinking? It doesn't have to be lower divisions, though, does it? Four, four to eight. I'm kidding. No, you have to <laughs> pick fine. someone four to eight. I thought you were going to pick yourself. Are you going to do that? Do it, mate. Oh, please, please do. That'd be hilarious. Do it. Please do, Josh. My wild card. I know you're never going to win. Are you going to pick, pick yourself? Yeah, uh, go for Josh. Fantastic. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. So, with the 22nd pick of the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Josh Elliott selects... Joss Elliott, Albury, <laughs> all-rounder, Division 7. Joss, think thoughts behind picking yourself, you absolute gun. This is the point where you can mention your 42. 42 not out the other day? Good points there, mate. I didn't mention it. You <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was saying this is the point where you can. I'm not going to that, but I got caught out because <laughs> I thought I could pick someone. I actually had a name in mind. Um... But I couldn't pick it, so I had to go through someone. I was put on the spot, so I picked myself. And I apologise, I picked myself. <laughs> I picked myself up every single And, and every other player balance. from Div 4 to Div 8. <laughs> <laughs> Come pick, though, mate. Scored, scored, scored runs, got wickets in Division 1 last season. You're in Division 7 this season, so hopefully. You'd like to think. Probably Big fish. You never know. Back yourself, Josh. Back yourself, Josh. Well, I have Josh. done, which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so Hurley is on the. What clock. are your best? What, what are your best? What are your best bowling figures, Josh? Again, can't remember. You know what what are they? Seven, seven for seven, mate. Seven for seven. That was it. Yeah, see a bit of that this season, Funny Josh. Enough, aged seven. What <laughs> 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 you were? How old were you? You were forty, and they were seven. No, <laughs> I was back twelve. Right, so. <laughs> Given that you're all uh, not anywhere near where I am, I'm on Division 3. So some I thought name... you were on about cricketing ability. Yeah, you're all way I've better than one, me. I've had one less golden duck than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well behind, mate. I'm, I'm nowhere near, anywhere near what any of you. Golden ducks, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've got to pick someone from Division 3. So, obvious picks are some people like Calvin Rogerson, Nick Millen, Dancing Garney, could go for Gavin Jones, could go for James Ralph, could go for Joe Cotham from Quartz, could go for Andrew Barker from Monty, some, some selections that I could pick here, but I my selection is in. And with, with the 23rd pick, <laughs> with the 23rd We need pick an abacus. In the Shropshire <laughs> County Cricket League draft, James Hill selects. Millen Dancing Garney, Colin Cricket Club, 
Nice. Goss, thoughts on that pick? I, Solid. I play, play Norman Melly. He's a he's a good player. Um, and he, yeah, he gets runs on wickets. He's um, he's a bit agricultural, mm. but 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 effective. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. Some good videos on the common socials recently of him him batting midweek, which was interesting. Oh, yeah. It was quite nice to see because I was there going, like, I would not have played any of these shots. Everyone <laughs> would have been like a forward defensive, or as as this season has gone, a nick to the keeper. Um, you said you hit the four. You say you wouldn't have played any of those cricket shots. There must have been proper cricket shots there. <laughs> they would have been yes. <laughs> <laughs> with good technique and everything uh which means that andy you are on the clock for the final pick and as we know steve the final pick is mr irrelevant in the nfl draft and mr irrelevant last season did pretty well for the in the nfl didn't he just uh came in when uh the 49ers qb went down injured and uh took the lead by storm really until he got injured himself it's not irrelevant, Andy. Whatever people tell you, it's not irrelevant. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it is. So beef can go for any kind of cricketer, uh, but they have to be Div 4 to Div 8. Uh, I've decided to dip into Division 5. So with the final pick in the Shropshire County Cricket League draft, Andy Harrison selects Steve Griffiths, Gillsfield, bowler. Thoughts behind that, Andy? Yeah. Just bowls, bats, does everything really. You know, he's an old statesman who's been around for a long time, and yeah, he's um, he's going to pick loads of wickets up in that league. So, I think it's a good shout. I call him more an all rounder than a bowler. Are we going to say all rounder? I think so. Yeah, yeah. all right. He has his wild card. He can have what he wants. So to go over the sides, we've got Steve Williams has gone for Dan Lloyd's Wellington all rounder from the Prem. That was his first pick. Maz Hasnay Jaffrey Whitchurch Batter Prem Usman Barry Trisel All Rounder Division Two Dan Handley Brosley Bowler Division Three Charlie Ward Wicketkeeper Original Division One Duncan Wright is his wild card Escoydon Fence Bank All Rounder Division Five Joss Elliott went for Shisha Sheesh All Scott Heath All Rounder Division One Stephen Wilson Ponsbury Bowler Division 2, Luke Miles Ludlow Batter from the Prem, Mark Jones All-Rounder Wicketkeeper Division 2, Aaron Roughcock Monty Batter Division 3, and Joss Elliott is his, always his wildcard, uh, Overbury All-Rounder Division 7. I went for Connor Glendenning Chelmarsh Division 2, Jason Oakes Ludlow All-Rounder the Prem, Adam Shimmons Bowler Albrighton Division 2, Lloyd Phillips, Wicketkeeper, Frankton, Division 1, Charlie Rogers, Batter, Condover, Division 4, Millen, Dancing, Garney, Column, Division 3, Beef has gone for Jimmy Shaw, Sentinel, All-Rounder, Prem, Mohamed Irfan, Wem, All-Rounder, Prem, Guy Leslie, Beacon, Bowler, Division 2, Adam Millerchip, Column, Wicketkeeper, Division 3, Craig Heath, Batter, Division 1, from Kund and Steve Griffiths, All-Rounder, Gillsfield, is his wildcard in Division 5. So, some fantastic picks there, guys. And feel free to let us know in the comments, their DMs, and the and email us who do you think has got the best side out there. And uh, let us know if you think anyone else, if we've missed anyone. There's bound to be some people who are shouting, why didn't Shabir Khan get picked? Or anyone like that, you know. Joe Williams, leading wicket-taker in the Prem. Why didn't he Joe get Marsh picked? Tom Hill. Like, why didn't Tom Hill? so, so close. <laughs> why did, yeah. <laughs> Why haven't they been picked? Please let us know. Comment and subscribe. Remember, uh, one point for a run, 15 points for a wicket, 15 points for a stumping, 10 points for a catch. And Steve, 
what we'll probably do is we'll probably get you on around uh, end of July. Uh, we'll do our mid midweek and uh, we'll do a mid-season pod and we may have a look at how how all of our sides are doing and we'll also talk about obviously with the the build up to the NFL season for you as well and uh, we'll we'll have a bit of a chat about that see how the teams are going on. Yeah, that's great. Thanks very much for having me lads. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, so throughout the season, we'll keep tabs on how the team's doing and we'll uh, keep a little leaderboard throughout. Um, So now we've got that all sorted, we'll move ourselves on to our final section. So as we move on to the end of another episode of the Cal Corner Podcast, I just want to say thank you all for listening. And uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can like, share and subscribe. Find us uh, at Cal Corner Podcast on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram. Please make sure that you follow us on there because it does mean a lot. And it also makes sure that you don't miss any of the content that we're pushing out. We are pushing out videos as well as our audio versions so you can well if you want to see our faces but sometimes it makes it a bit better um we are putting a lot of time and effort into the podcast this year so it does mean a lot if you can subscribe and uh, a big thank you to steve steve williams thank you so much from nfl natter yeah so we're all across socials at nfl natter uk and then um wherever you uh, find your podcast so apple spotify amazon we're nfl natter uk Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. Joss, thank you for coming on and for hosting. Thank you very much, B, for turning down the third dessert to come join us here tonight. (laughs) It's been a pleasure to come on quickly for a little little stint and uh, good to see Steve Wilson looking good on the cam. want to mention i was going to pick joss elliott in my team i did send it to you earlier what i was gonna what i was gonna pick but he's a selfish bastard (laughs) (laughs) i recognize class (laughs) (laughs) pleasure is always gonna come back to bite me (laughs) (laughs) next time i will be the elephant in the room all right just just before we leave beef how how is um how is callum starling uh yeah (laughs) absolutely everything it swung in out everything <laughs> did the hokey cokey um <laughs> any any thoughts beef on uh prem div one div two div three whilst we've got you now yeah it's to be honest mate i'll give it give it three or four weeks and then we'll start looking into it obviously ludlow have had the, the best of starts up a uh nice. which is maybe a bit, bit of a shock but they have had a couple of tough games so mm. it's uh it, we'll give it a few weeks mate let the pitches settle down a bit fair play to all the groundsmen out there just a little uh yeah well done and for sticking with it, I mean, Schiff and all the, the lads have done a great job Like to get the games on. It's been incredible. So, yeah, we'll give it a few weeks, mate, and then we'll see how they, they pan out. But, yeah, it's been it's been interesting so far. Yeah, massive shout out to all the grounds people who have been able to get games on throughout these few weeks. Um, I'm amazed at anyone who's got any of them on. And, uh, yeah, fingers crossed some better weather. I know the weather forecast isn't the best of this weekend, but... Yeah, hopefully uh, by the time the uh, NFL season starts, we'll have at least had another game of cricket. So anyway, (laughs) thank you everyone for listening as always. Uh, Please like, share and subscribe. Please subscribe. That would be amazing. And uh, yeah, we've got some awesome news coming out. So make sure you are staying in touch and we'll see you on the next episode. Until the next time. Goodbye.
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.